Hello, hello, hello. This is Chas from the Soulfully Joyful Business Podcast, where I am here to help you feel light as a feather and soulfully joyful in your life and in your business. And today I taught a great class, and so I wanted to introduce it to you. So without further ado, here you go. So today I want to talk about ways that you can cut down your to-do list while increasing revenues. Like how exciting is that, right? Cut down the to-do list so you're not so busy. Increase revenues so you have more time to do whatever the heck you want. Sound like a plan? Okay, okay. How to take things off your to-do list to increase your revenues. Got a pen? Yeah, you do. Okay, let's get started. Number one. Number one. (sighs) Focus. (laughs) There's actually three parts of focusing. Excuse me. So focus, 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 and then commit to a schedule. That's what we're going to cover today. So the whole point is to help you feel less busy. You're trying to do a million things at once. I know that, you know that, and it's not working. You're trying to play all the roles in your life. You are the business owner. You are the the wife. You are the mom. You are, maybe you're still working a job too. Um, You are a friend. You are a daughter. You know, all the different roles that you play in life. You have things to do, right? Some of us thrive off being busy. Some of us don't. Some of us feel really overwhelmed as soon as we don't have, like, you look at your schedule and there's like, oh my goodness, I don't have 23 minutes to myself. And so you freak, right? You shut down. You get overwhelmed and you shut down. So I want to teach you today and help you release some of that pressure on yourself. Yes, is releasing pressure on yourself. So we have very active minds. We have busy schedules, like I said, and some of us thrive this way. But I want to question, do you really, do you really thrive on being busy? So I want you to think about that and you probably don't. And that's why you're here. Right, right? I know. Um, Okay, so one, focus. It doesn't matter what stage you are in your business. You're here. Focus on one thing. Focus, focus, focus. It's very easy to get the shiny object syndrome. You know the shiny object syndrome? I think you do. Where it's like, Ooh, look at her. She's doing that super cool masterclass. Maybe I want to do one. Oh, look, she's got like a super awesome course. Maybe I want to start a course. You know, um, that group program where she's teaching live and is like, I can see how much money I can make in that. Like, hello, hello, right? So we see these things and we can easily get distracted by them the shiny object syndrome. So then our brains are like, ah, I got to figure out what I'm going to do and how I can do it all. 
because the old way of doing business is we have to do it all, right? That's the old way. That's the old way of doing business and increasing in your revenues is doing it all. And that is no longer true. You do not have to do that anymore. And you know that, but you might be like, ah, oh, but I just don't know what I'm really then supposed to do, right? So first thing that you do is stop focusing on what everybody else is doing and focus on your lane. Focus on the things that light your soul up and that energize you and focus on that one thing that you're selling. I have notes here, so that's why I keep looking down. Okay, so focus on the one one thing to sell. Once you've mastered the art of that one thing, and it can be a group program, it can be a course, it can be one-on-one coaching, whatever it is that you want. Master it. Master it. Be known for that thing, right? In doing that, it helps you focus all your activities just on one that on that one thing, right? You don't have to be doing this thing for the group and this thing for your one-on-one and this thing for your do-it-yourself and this is the done for you. You don't have to be doing all those things when you're focusing on one thing. As you scale and as you grow, to six, seven figures, then maybe when you have your systems in place, then maybe you want to start doing different kind of offers. That's fantastic. Do that then. But to start, focus on one thing. Don't you love my nails? I love my nails. Anyways, okay, number two. And on that one thing, focus on the end result that you bring to your clients. Okay, and get really specific on that end result that you bring to your clients. The market has changed. Marketing has changed. The coaching industry keeps evolving because it's a relatively new thing. And like, focus is really, (laughs) focus and simplicity is really what's selling right now. And so focusing on that end result that you bring to your clients and getting really specific on that end result. So it's not just, I help women lose weight anymore. It's like, I help women with chronic pain lose weight, for example. So you're narrowing your niche. And in doing that, you're going to narrow down exactly your program, your offer, that one thing in number one. Hope this is making somewhat sense. I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) so focus on the end result. I like to focus on the end result for program development. Also for marketing works just well for your whole annual strategic planning. Focusing on the end result just provides so much structure and clarity in doing that, right? That's really a big portion of what we work on in the essentials mastermind is clarifying that end result that you bring to people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So thirdly, Focus on the current marketing, current marketing strategies. You don't have to be doing all the things anymore for marketing. You do need to market every day. So right now, content is what sells. You don't have to do follow for follows anymore. You don't have to go posting in 18 different groups a day. Um, like those strategies, even the strategies that I learned when I started this coaching business like two years ago, are obsolete now. The market changes every two to three years 
And so you have to change your marketing strategies every two to three years as well. So current marketing strategies are a big topic that we talk about in the essentials. I highly recommend spending like one hour a day doing marketing and what and how you market is really up to you. I can give you a whole bunch of different ideas and then you kind of pick and choose with what works for you. And, um, but really it's like less is best focusing on the one thing, focusing on the end result, keeping it simple, 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 simple in simplicity and brings clarity, right? Not just for you, but also for your client. They know that, okay, if, if, if I need to manage, learn how to cut out things in my schedule, I'm going to go to chess. You know, if I need to figure out like how to deal with my teenager, I'm going to go to Susan. If I need to figure out how to lose 10 pounds in 10 minutes, I'm going to go to Nancy, you know? So it's like, you're kind of known for that one thing. And like that explodes your revenues because you can like capitalize on that. And that's what you're doing, right? You're capitalizing on being known as that one thing. Okay. Lastly is committing to a schedule. So I've been preaching the three hour work week, three hour work day for almost two years now because I left my job because, well, long story, but, uh, at the end of the day, I was burning out. I burnt out when I owned my gym like 10 years ago and I sold it and I burnt out in my day job, got fired. And early on in my coaching business, I was feeling I was burning out because I was looking at all the different people and what they're doing and being like, Ooh, that person's doing that. I gotta do that. I got to do that. I got to do that. I should be building a website. I should be like posting 18 times a day. I should be doing a live every day. I should have a great landing page. I should have like a whole email sequence written out. I have to do all these things. Do, 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 do. And at the end of the day, I'm burning out and I hate my life, you know, and that is not why I started my business. And I can pretty much guarantee you didn't start your business either to create a new job for yourself, right? I'm pretty sure. Um, just have to write that down. (laughs) Anyway, so committing to a schedule, like I've said numerous times, you don't have to do all the things you don't have to do all the things. So as you commit to a schedule, you are saying yes to this schedule in saying yes to your schedule. You're putting up boundaries. And you're saying no to something else. So you're saying yes to something means that you're saying no to something else. When you're saying no to something, it means you're saying yes to something else. Okay. And that's totally up to your choice, right? That is 100% your choice as to which one is best for you in the moment, right? But just knowing that if I'm saying yes to something, I'm saying no to something. So if I'm saying yes, I'm going to be committing to writing a post every morning at 8.30 a.m. Then when I get 15 text messages, I say no, I can check those later. Right? 
if I am committing to doing a workout at one o'clock, let's say, and um, my email notifications are going off, I can say, no, I will check those later. If I am doing something else and a client is texting me, blah, I can say, yes, I'm going to respond to my client. And in doing that, I'm saying no to something else. So having a schedule is like, not so much as like time chunking and like, okay, from eight to 10, I need to be doing this, 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 and this, but saying yes to things and committing to it, setting boundaries around that is a commitment to yourself. You're making a commitment to yourself. So four things to cut down your list while increasing your revenues. One, focus not on the shiny object. <laughs> focus on your one thing that you are selling. Okay, focus on the one thing you are selling. Be known as like you are the person for that one thing. Kill it. Sell it. Increase your prices on it. You be that person, that go-to person for that one thing. So if you're on, I want to hear like, what is that one thing that you want to be known about? Right? Two, focus on the end result. So in all your marketing, you're focusing on the end result that you bring to clients. In, um, in your program development, you're focusing on the end result that you're bringing to clients. All the activities that you do in your life, it's if it's not leading to the end result that you want or that your client wants, then you don't do it. Then you just don't do it. Okay, so you get to set your boundaries on that, what you're saying yes to, what you're saying no to. So thirdly, focus on current marketing strategies. The strategies that worked 10 years ago are not the same strategies that work right now. When I started my gym, it was like, go to all the trade shows, gather people's email addresses, like do a raffle and do a draw, capture all their names and email addresses, put it into your email list, grow your email list that way, and, um, and then settle them through your email list. You can still use email right now, but not as many people are going to trade shows, right? I used to use Kijiji a lot. Here's my free like recipe book and um, in exchange for your email address, right? Kind of way to grow. That doesn't work anymore. <laughs> people are smart, right? People are smart. And so you're smart. I'm smart. So is your client, right? They know that if they give you your email address, you're going to market to them. And that's okay, right? Marketing is our business. Marketing is our business. So current marketing strategies are gone with the masculine, cold DMing, you know, messaging people, follow for follows. Like those are things that are going obsolete. They're not working anymore because people are like, you're just trying to sell to me. Okay, maybe. But social media is also meant to be social. So lead with the social and the wanting to connect with people for genuine reasons. Four. Um, oh, yeah. And when it comes to making money from your current marketing strategies, sell. Sell every day. Sell every day. If you're not selling every day, what are you doing? 
<laughs> Chas, I haven't got any sales for a week. When was the last time you posted about your offer? Like two weeks ago. Well, people don't know. People don't know. So these are some of the essentials. Of, and then the three-hour workday. Commit to a schedule that works for you. Commit. Commit to a schedule. Set boundaries around your time. Your time is the only non-renewable resource. You can't buy it. <laughs> you can't have more of it. So you got to manage it really well. And so set boundaries about what you want to do, what energizes you, and what doesn't. So in the Essentials Mastermind, we're going to get clear on what those things are. What are the essentials that energize you and attract clients for you? Getting rid of all the things that drain you and that exhaust you. This even can go for like your whole coaching program. Like if one-on-one -on -one coaching exhausts you, don't do it, right? If you love teaching and then being in front of a group, do more of that. Do more of that, right? Your business, your rules, <laughs> right? Your business, your rules. So if that's the only thing you take away from today, that's fantastic. Your business, your rules. Big fan of that. Um, anyways, so are there any questions, any questions coming up for you about like how to cut down your to-do list? So really as like a summary of the summary, basically go through your to-do list and is like, is this a shiny object? Is this like increasing my revenues? Is this focusing on what I want to accomplish in life? with my business or without even. And yeah, does this energize me? If not, don't do it. Don't do it. Your boundaries, your business, your rules. So I can go on, like, go in deeper, and which I do in the essentials on like the energizers and the drainers. So, so you can really cut down your list. I don't believe in being more productive because in being more productive, you're working faster in a shorter amount of time, which is exhausting. It's mentally exhausting. So it goes back to just taking those things off the list in the starting place, right? Just take the things off the list in the first place. So you don't have to be more productive because that just burns you out, just burns you out. Anyways, I, how do I set goals? Great question, Canadian Kelsey. I'm guessing you're just Kelsey. <laughs> so how do you set goals? How would you like to set goals? I, for example, at one point I, I'm very goal oriented. Like, let's just start with that. I'm a type A masculine energy kind of girl. I like to do things. I like to stroke things off my to-do list. I like things. I like goals. Gives me something to work towards, right? The problem with goals that I found was numbers make me freak out. Makes my nervous system go into panic, into the fight or flight mode. And that freaks me out. And so I have released goals. I don't set number goals anymore. 
I set intentions and plans. So I can say, okay, I want to make $250,000 this year. Okay. These are the things that I need to do every month to allow that to happen because I can't control who's going to buy from me and when neither can you, you can't control those things. You can't control your dollar amounts. You can only control the actions that you take. So I like to look at goals more as intentions and, um, of like what I'm going to commit to do. So in leadership is deciding it's committing and it's being consistent. And so I don't work well with numbers, but that doesn't mean that you don't. So you reverse engineer those goals. So if I want to make $10,000 a month, I know that's going to be like an average of 2,500 a week, let's say. And then let's say I'm making uh, $2,500 a week. And let's say I sell one, I attract one new client a week at $2,500. So it kind of also then you reverse engineer into what you're selling in order to make that amount. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Hopefully, yeah, numbers scare me. Yeah. <laughs> so weird because it's like, I love math, you know, like math was always my best subject. But, um, but when I tied my success to numbers, it just got too overwhelming, like just way too overwhelming for me. And so I just found that I can't focus on the numbers because I have no control over that. So all of dealing with anxiety and reducing stress and anxiety is owning what you can control and releasing what you can't. And so I allow my goals my goals are like my vision, my vision that I have for the year, my vision that I have for the next five years, right? My purpose in the impact and change that I want to make in my life, my family's, my clients, society, right? And so I try to align actions to that. And then each month I do say like at the beginning of the month, it's like, okay, I want to make $10,000 this month. What do I need to sell this month to make that happen? Okay, I'm going to offer a mastermind and I'm going to shoot, shoot to have, let's say, six people in that mastermind. And that's going to give me X amount of dollars. So then I'm shooting for six. So then it's like, what actions do I need to do to attract six people into that program? So this is all part of manifesting, really, because when manifesting the rules, rules, <laughs> rules of manifesting are like set your goal and your intentions and then set your actions that are going to lead to that and then releasing, releasing the outcome and the time frame, right? Releasing the outcome and the time frame. And that is the work of being in business. <laughs> that is the emotional work that is emotional roller coaster, right? Yes. Okay. I'm just reading some more questions here. What is an intention to get to the same point? So if you are looking to, um, make an X amount of dollars, okay. The intentions are, what are the actions that you can take that would lead to that? 
Does that make sense? So it's like, yep, I got to market every day. I have to show up on social media every day. I have to be the person that makes that amount of money to be that person. So who do you need to be? Who is the person that attracts 10 clients a month? So that is part of your intention of showing up as that person. Does that make any sense? Does that make any sense? I don't know. All right. Are there any other questions? So I do this every Tuesday and Thursday. Um, I like to come with a topic, teach a little bit on it, here to answer any questions that you might have. And I'd also like to invite you to the Essentials Mastermind. We're going to start that on March 14th. Doors close on March 11th. And it is a tight knit. I want six people max in that program. And what we're going to do is like focus in on the essentials of running your business so that you can work less and make more. Work less, make more, enjoy your life, be stress-free, right? Like be stress-free or a little less stress. It's impossible to be stress-free because it's a circumstance outside of us that we have no control over. But anyways, that goes even deeper. So thank you for being here and I hope you all have a great day.